This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams. Hi, and welcome to episode 520 of Shudders Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuddersIncPodcast.com, and this week you've just got me on my ownsome. I know that we weren't actually scheduled to record this week. But I had a couple of things that I wanted to address from some email that's come in, and I'm also going to do a favour for a mate. We'll get to that later. Paul Sutton sent us an email a, a couple of weeks ago now, and he said th- the subject was thoughts on Tamron lenses and $27,000 worth of camera gear loan. And he said, this is not to bag out any particular brand of gear or promote any particular brand either. Rather, it was my experience of using loaned gear on a photo walk in a local park in my city. I currently shoot with a Panasonic GX8, a six-year-old camera. I'm not frightened of spending some money on kit, as I do have a reasonable selection of Olympus Pro and Panasonic Leica lenses collected over the years. Additionally, I take photos underwater, and to take gear underwater, both of us have five figures of gear each attached to us when we go under. His and hers doubles the cost. Alex Kearns, Tamron Ambassador, along with a local camera store, Sony and Tamron joined forces to do a camera walk in Perth. I did take my Panasonic and favourite lenses with me, hoping to learn something and also to spend time with the local photographers and learn what was happening in Perth and just to have an enjoyable morning with like-minded people. When I got there, I saw a Sony and Tamron loaning out kit and giving the opportunity to try their gear. So I thought, why not? This is a great opportunity to try some cool new kit, see if it's worth the effort to try it all out and who knows, the case may be made to change over. So onto the Sony bench where I picked up the most expensive kit they had because why not? There was birds and wildlife, so the Sony A1 and a 600mm f4 lens. I'm also used to using the Olympus 300mm f4 Pro with a teleconverter handheld, so I'm used to the field of view. Down to the lake I went, girding my loins because it was heavy. I'm looking at the ducks there. It's for a test, so ducks will be good at the lake to test everything out. Thoughts and issues. The trigger is a hair trigger and goes a million miles an hour taking shots. I'll just interject there and say, well, that really comes down to how you set the motor drive in the Sony camera body. Because you do have slow motor drive, medium motor drive and high speed motor drive, uh, Paul, but I'm sure you knew that. Anyway, moving on. It only has back button focus, and while I am used to that, it's not my first choice for focusing, so that's a minus for me. The Sony rep couldn't change it to button focus. Oh well, back button it is. Oh, by the way, it will shoot without being in focus. Uh, Again, I will interject there to say that that is something you can customise inside a Sony body. Uh, You have the choice of yes release when not in focus or you can deactivate that so it will only release when focus is locked then when it's time to get the photos sony uses their own proprietary card again so i have to wait for the sony rep to send me the pictures now because the number of shots taken with the shutter put into shoot a million times a second the pictures are too many for the upload service so i cannot see them yet without the sony rep culling them I then put on a Tamron 17 to 28mm lens. Now that piece of kit is amazing. 
I do see the love now for Tamron lenses, and if I was going to change, I would look closely at Tamron. There are no Tamron Micro Four Thirds lenses available now. My reference is only through the viewfinder. However, I've been shooting mirrorless now for over a decade, so I am used to knowing roughly what I'm going to be getting. So in short, while it was fun walking around with $27,000 worth of gear, I'm not sure that I got $27,000 worth better photos than what I am currently getting, especially as I have to carry that much extra weight and extra space for the gear. I now totally get why David Thorpe loved the size of the Micro Four Thirds system and how light it was slash is. I just took it for granted, not using bigger gear. I won't be changing over at this stage. Hope this rant slash conversation prompts some conversation. Uh, well, Paul, if Glim was here, I'm sure he'd have his two cents worth to throw in. Uh, I will second uh, your opinion on the Tamron lenses. You know, I've got the 2875 2.8 uh, for, the, for the E mount, and I had the same lens in A mount prior to that when I was still shooting with my A850. And it's a cracker of a lens. I love it. And, you know, I bought the Sony version of the 70-200 to f4, and I kind of think, you know, maybe I should have looked to see what Tamron had in that range at the time that I bought my uh, a7 III. Uh, I know they didn't have the 70-180 to 2.8 that they now have, uh, and in hindsight, that would have been a fantastic lens to have. Uh, but anyway... Uh, great to hear your thoughts and uh yeah thank you very much for for writing that lengthy treatise on your experience now my mate anthony at ipanoramic.com.au reached out to me through the week uh, to mention that he is going to be doing a bit of a black friday uh, special slash sale on his website and asked if i wouldn't mind giving him a bit of a plug and that's kind of the main reason why I decided to record this little episode by myself, um, because, yeah, I, I owed him that. So I said, yeah, absolutely. I will be happy to spread the word for you. Now, what Anthony specializes in on his website is panoramic heads, specifically the nodal ninja. Now, I've got to say, I reached out to Anthony oh, quite some time ago now when I was doing a video for my dark table channel about shooting panoramas and that's not specifically a dark table thing because dark table doesn't have the capacity to actually stitch panoramas together um, for that certainly on linux you use another program called hugan and so i reached out to anthony and i said look you know i'm going to do this episode about shooting and stitching panoramas could you help me out with a nodal ninja on, on loan and so he did he sent me this nodal ninja 3 and i've just grabbed it out of the bag i know you can't see it but the engineering on this stuff is so damn good everything is just rock solid and beautifully machined and i don't know if you can actually hear this um no you won't be able to hear it that's okay you can hear me handling it but that's about it um but honestly, beautifully made gear. And if you want to shoot panoramas, honestly, there is no better tool than the Nodal Ninja. I have tried shooting multi-image panoramas without the benefit of a proper panoramic head in the past. 
And look, sometimes you get it. Some, sometimes you do actually fluke it. And I have. I have fluked it many, 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 many times. But I've also screwed it up many, 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 many times. Uh, and the beauty of the Nodal Ninja is, you know, it just it does exactly what it says on the box. You know, it allows you to find the nodal point of the lens, uh, which is that point within the barrel of the lens where the light rays cross over, hence the term nodal point. And, yeah, it allows you to shoot a multi-image panorama you know, however many shots you need to shoot. And because of the way this thing's designed, you know, if you want to shoot a multi-row panorama, you can do that as well. So you can end up with, you know, you might shoot something that's 15 images wide, but three images deep. So you end up with this 45-image panorama. I mean, you, you, I mean, you can shoot thousands of images if you really, really are that crazy into it. But yeah, so Anthony's having a, a sale uh, for Black Friday, which is the friday coming and uh, so i will i will get this podcast out so that there's four or five days leading up to that um just to spread the word so if you are someone who likes shooting panoramas uh, and you've been thinking at some point oh yeah i'd really like to get a proper panoramic head definitely check out his website ipanoramic.com.au there'll be a link in the show notes uh and then yeah you know if you feel so disposed go and grab one for the black friday sales and get a little bit of a discount so uh yeah that's pretty much all i wanted to share in this episode um glenn and i will hopefully be recording on thursday this week and there'll be another episode next week all right until i speak with you again take care you've been listening to shutters inc for questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinkpodcast.com.